Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six-figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it, you can fucking too. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to episode nine of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. So today's topic was inspired while I was thumbing through Instagram and I saw a quote from the content queen. That's her actual Instagram handle. And it said, she's making more money than you because her pile of failures could eat your pile of failures for breakfast. And this really got me thinking about my own business and blog. You see, while in general, like at a macro level, my blog has been what you would consider or what I would consider a monetary success, actually better than I ever could have dreamed of. The majority of my posts on my blog have actually been flops. So much so that out of over the 300 blog posts that I've created over the past six years on my website, only 20, about 20 of those posts have been what you would consider a hit. And by that, I mean that the blog post received a decent amount of eyeballs and have sustained page views throughout the years on my blog, earning me money. And of those 20 best performing blog posts, only two of them truly went like viral, viral. So from a glass half empty perspective, I could get down on myself and say that, you know, wah, wah, most of my blog is a failure and I'm no good at what I do. But I think the beauty of doing something from a truly aligned place, because you genuinely love XYZ, whatever it is, and it's not coming from a vibe of just trying to make money from it, is that you don't let those so-called flops and failures dictate your self-worth. And you sure as hell don't let it stop you because it's not an extrinsic sort of motivation. You have a flame within you that just keeps you going and it doesn't really matter the outcome because you're aligned and you are doing what you were put on this planet to do. And that's why I preach the importance of self-awareness. And especially if you want to get into the realm of entrepreneurship or be an influencer or start a blog or monetize a hobby. Before you get into action mode and start all the doing and investing, you need to ask yourself 
a very critical question. Whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever route you choose, is it a topic or industry you would regularly engage with regardless of if you got paid for it or not? Because if you have a genuine passion and drive for what you're doing and creating, this heart-centered energy will serve kind of like a buffer for when times get hard or you feel like no one supports what you do or even I've had times where I feel like people are patronizing and, and, oh, how cute, your blog. So this authentic passion and soul-based alignment is what will carry you through those inevitable failures and setbacks. And what's so beautiful about the sweet spot of doing something you love and are innately gifted at, you're able to lock into a flow zone. It's, it's easier, it's lighter, it's flowier. Instead of this masculine energy of willing and white knuckling your way to success. I mean, to me, I want to create a life that feels good. And I don't want every day to feel like I'm pushing and forcing and hustling. That's not my vibe. But before I really worked on myself and got in touch with my true desires and practice the art of self-awareness and being honest with myself. I used to be such a sensitive and easily discouraged person. I was very externally motivated, people pleaser. I lived off of compliments and needed constant feedback and praise from others because I didn't have that flame burning within me to sustain me through ruts and plateaus of various pursuits. So it seemed like there was just this common theme throughout my life that I could only get myself so far. Like I had the willpower that could get me to a certain point in my career or even like I loved dance. Dance was a hobby of mine. But it's like when that beginner's luck started to fizzle and I was met with a more challenging layer or a level of whatever I was doing, I would just get stuck. And then eventually I would fizzle out. It's like I couldn't make it over that hump. And don't get me wrong, I still have bad days in business in my business right now that I love, where I get really discouraged or I feel like a fraud or a failure when I get really excited about a project or a post or a room makeover and I share it and it's like crickets. That's still, it can still get to me and affect me. But what's been different this time around is that even on those really discouraging days, I legit have no intentions of giving up because I have cultivated and I've harnessed this intrinsic drive to show up and to share my gifts and just what I know with the world, regardless of if it makes me money or generates likes or comments. 
Because if I don't show up and express what's on my heart and soul, I, I think I would kind of hate myself. I would have a self-loathing, I think. And I might even explode because sometimes I just, I get so fired up and I'm ready to share a project or a message. And I guess where I'm going with this, all this rambling, my message to you, if you're hemming and hawing over having the guts to show up and do what you feel called to do because you're afraid of failure or you're afraid of how others will perceive you, you need to have some quiet time with yourself and you need to get real with yourself because failures and flops are just a part of business, especially if you are a creative. But if you can cultivate the art of non-attachment, simply observing and learning from those failed launches or the failed blog post or the Instagram reel that you were so excited about, but it didn't seem to get any engagement. If you can just observe it, learn from it, and not let it define your self-worth, you are one step closer to your dreams. Or at least you're more clear on the direction you should take. And clarity is pretty magical in and of itself. If this dream you have on your heart is truly aligned with your higher self, it'll all somehow work out. And one little failure is not going to keep you from attaining your, your soul purpose. But you'll never know if you don't take the first step and at least try and risk the fear of failure or judgment or embarrassment. Shit, I am, when I look back at old posts <laughs> and old photos, I, I want to cringe. But you know, that was just one step closer to where I am now. And I still haven't made it, but I'm a step closer. I want you right now, if, as long as you're not driving, <laughs> put your hands over your heart. Take a deep belly breath and let your inner child know that it's safe to be seen and it's safe to not be perfect right out of the gate. Truly, what is the worst that could happen? Because no outcomes are guaranteed in, in life. And, and really, stability is, I don't know, it's almost an illusion to some extent. And this is what makes life so delightfully thrilling and exciting. Because it's, it's unpredictable. So it's safe to go after the things you really want in life. And ultimately, the sting of regret when you're on your deathbed, reviewing your life and what you could have done and what you should have done, I believe the sting of that regret 
will be much more painful than that slight tingle of embarrassment over something that maybe just didn't go the way you planned. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I hope you found this episode helpful. I make no money whatsoever from this podcast. So the best way to give back, so to speak, is to leave this show a five-star review or share it with a friend or on social media by screenshotting this episode on your phone, uploading it to your Insta stories and tagging me in it at Designing Vibes. Sending